Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your son, Jesus, that you gave us as a gift. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And Father, thank you for being our Father, for adopting us as your very own, Lord. I just ask that you would speak to us, Lord. Speak through me, God. Show us great and mighty things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, I started this podcast as a as a way to share my thoughts, and uh, I have uh, numerous things that I've been meditating and things that God has, I believe He showed me, and uh, places in the scriptures where I've been able to enjoy and meditate and see some uh, transformation in my heart. Uh, so I just want to start with uh, some of the things he showed me today. Uh, and it's uh, out of um, you know, f- few of the verses that uh, were just coming to mind was the fact that we were adopted as sons uh, and the reality that Christ came to reveal that we were chosen as his sons, that we were chosen as his adopted sons. Uh, In Ephesians 1, uh, it says, uh, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons. I may not even be quoting that because I'm not reading it. I'm just uh, quoting it off the top of my head. I know most of that is in there. But... uh, the fact that even before the foundation of the world, he chose us. So something happened before the foundation of the world. There was a conversation. There was a conversation that was going on between the, the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit about us. And uh, not only were they were conversating about us, but... Uh, it almost seems like we were there because it says that he chose us before the foundations of the world. He chose us. He blessed us with every spiritual blessing. He spoke every spiritual blessing before the foundation of the world. So what does that mean as far as what we've known as the creation story? The Genesis 1. And you know, I believe that Christ came to reveal that something more happened than just what we read in Genesis uh, chapter 1. Because it does say, uh, even in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. And you just think about that. In the beginning was the Word. There was words. There was a, there was speaking there was conversation so there was a lot that was 
being created. There was a lot that was being spoken even before the foundations of the world. You know, in Revelations, I believe it's 13, uh, I forget which particular verse, it says that the lamb that was slain, he mentions the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. So there is some realities that, you know, I think that we need to look into and those are the realities of, of what transpired before the foundations of the world. There was something that happened within the Godhead, that there was some creating, there was some speaking, that the, even there we were being spoken of. And you could almost say that we were there because he was speaking to us. And it was in that place that he chose us in him before the foundations of the world we were chosen beloved we were chosen before we were, we were even born before we were even lost before even adam was lost and humanity was lost it, it says we were found we were chosen we were predestined we received the forgiveness of sins we were predestined to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. And so that's the story of, uh, it's like a rewriting of the creation story. It's like a unveiling of the beginning. You know, even in First John, he talks about that which was in the beginning. In, uh, I forgot which particular verse, but in the beginning of First John, he speaks of that which was in the beginning, the life that was with the Father. It was manifested through the Son, and it was it was manifested to us. And, and, and John goes on to say, that which we have seen with our eyes, that our hands have handled, this life. And they were talking about, they were eyewitnesses to this life. What life? It's the life of Jesus and the Father. It was this this relationship that was modeled. It wasn't just Jesus. It was it was the relationship that Jesus modeled with the Father. And uh, it's this it's that life. It's that life that we are invited to is fellowship with the Father, fellowship with the Son and the Holy Spirit. And he says, truly our fellowship, and, and, and I forget which verse again, it says, uh, in the beginning, it says First John chapter 1, but he, I know he says it in this way, he says, in these things we say to you that you may have fellowship with us, but truly our fellowship is with the Father and his Son. And that is the, the heartbeat of the gospel that we are invited into the family of God, that we are joint heirs with Christ. And uh, one of the verses that stood out to me was, uh, there's a few places like in Romans chapter 8, in uh, Galatians, uh, I can't remember which part, but it talks about that because we are sons, he sent the spirit of his son 
crying abba father and uh in another way, in another verse he says he's not given us a spirit of fear but a spirit of adoption where what by where we cry abba father <clears throat> i believe in romans it says i think this is in romans 8 where it says the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of god now think about this that the job of the holy spirit is to witness to our spirit. Now think about this. When do we let the Holy Spirit witness to preach, to teach, to convince, to witness to us that we are the sons of God? That the job of the Holy Spirit was to minister to us, to convince us that we are the sons of God. Beloved, this is this is the function of the Holy Spirit. And I think if we let the Holy Spirit minister to us, convincing us, affirming us, you know, you think about Jesus and all the, the affirmation that he received at the beginning when he was baptized by John and it says the heavens were open and God the Father publicly um just blessed him, accepted him, put his approval on. And, and it says that, that, you know, I don't know how they heard it, the people around there, but I'm, I'm guessing it was audible. I don't know if they heard it in the spirit. I don't know if Jesus told them, but it says that the heavens were open and a voice that said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, beloved, this is the kind of language that the Holy Spirit comes to affirm to us. This is the voice. This is the language that the Father wants to use with us. And honestly, I think that we need a new language, a new way of speaking with God. And I think he wants, he wants to have a new way of speaking to us. Um, you know, he wants to affirm us. He wants us to know that he's pleased, that we are his sons, that we are a dream, that we are his, his, his creation, his idea, his dream manifested before him, and that we are pleasing to him because he made us, he fashioned us. You know, one of the haunting scriptures, this scripture could... May, may well condemn you in some way, but in James where it talks about uh, our mouths, where we with it we used to curse men. We we bless God and curse men who are made in the image of God. Now there's <laughs> that verse is implying that that we we curse men because we fail to see the image of God. Now beloved, we don't see the way God sees. Um, each one of us. And so I, I believe that there is, I think we're, we're lacking in, number one, knowing who we are and our identity, what we, what we uh, mean to him, what we appear to him, that what, you know, the way he sees us is as valuable because he put of himself in us 
Like he invested of his own image, of his own idea, of his own liking in us. And I think that uh, he's pleased with us. He's pleased with what he made us. And I think that he wants us to know that he's pleased with us. He wants to affirm us that he's pleased with us. And, you know, one of the greatest uh, things that I've received from God was a revelation that I am an idea of God, that God thinks babies, that God loves people. Every single person was a thought, that every single person was birthed in the mind of God first. And God thought them. He thought their personality, their, their, their facial expressions, their personality, their likes, their dislikes, their everything about every single human being. He thought them in his own mind. We literally were born in the mind of the Father. And that uh, he invested a bit of himself in each one of us. And... Uh, I can't help but say, but I believe that even God the Father sees a reflection of himself in each one of us because we are his ideas. We are his ideas. We, he, we are an expression. We are an expression of him. You know, and it says that we all sin and fall short of the glory, but we just fall short of the glory because we, I believe that we, we have uh, lost or forgotten who we are. And I think that that's the gospel restores that. Gospel restores our value. The gospel restores our original purpose. The gospel reveals that we were chosen before the foundations of the world, that we were accepted in the beloved, that he provided a way for us to be, to feel and be accepted by the Father. Even though we would condemn ourselves, we were caught in sin and in bondage. He rescued us through the through the the blood of his own son. He set us free through Jesus Christ, through his death. And that we now have the privilege, the privilege of forgetting the old man. Those things that have um, robbed us of our true identity. And that Christ came to reveal in the resurrection that we are accepted in Christ, that we are new creations, that we are a restored creation for the Father, that in Jesus Christ, everything is redeemed about us. Everything is redeemed and that we are absolutely 100% accepted by the Father. We are loved by him that we originated in, in him and that we are, uh, we are going back to him. Even as Jesus says, if you would rejoice because I go to the Father. Now, beloved, that's where we are. We are in the bosom of the Father. Jesus even said that he was, uh, in John, said that he was uh, the Son of God who is in the bosom of the Father. Now, that's an intimate revelation. That's an intimate description of his relationship with the Father. And I like that John was the one that revealed that because he was the one that was leaning on the bosom of Jesus. Um, 
as he uh, describes in, the go- in his gospel. But beloved, this is our inheritance to dwell with the Father, to dwell with Jesus, our elder brother. You know, it says the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. <laughs> and that because we are sons, so the, the Holy Spirit is bearing witness with our spirit that we're sons. And then in another verse it says, because we are sons, he sent the spirit of his son, the spirit. So we got the Holy Spirit witnessing and then the spirit of his son, Jesus, within us, crying, Abba. Crying, Abba. Now think about this. The spirit of his son is within us, crying, Abba. (laughs) We should be able to hear Jesus praying to the Father. That's how close he's brought us. That's the point of our of our inheritance as sons. They said he came to indwell us. And so that he can pray to the Father from within us. We we're in the circle. You know, it also says that we were raised together with him. And that he made us sit together in heavenly places. <laughs> so we've been made sit to sit together in the heavenly places. Think about it. We're sitting together with Jesus. Now, when did this happen? When did this happen? You know, in this, in this particular uh, verse, we go a couple verses before, it says that we were buried with him, that we died with him. That we were raised together and we were made to sit. Now, beloved, this is this is the gospel. It transcends time. It transcends time. It's time is irrelevant. God is Lord over time. But it says that we were we were in Christ when he was crucified. And even Paul goes on to say, I was. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ living in me. And uh, and many and many uh, of his other, I believe, is in Romans. It says that we have we we died with Christ. We've been crucified with Christ. And in Ephesians it says that we were raised with Christ and made to sit together with Him. <laughs> And beloved, that's a real place. That's a real place that he has uh, put us in. It's more real than uh, this this earth, this thing that we this thing that we're experiencing called life. We're living our lives, you know. We're going through all these struggles and you know challenges and the cares of the world the depression, the negativity, all the darkness in this world, and even the some of the good things in this world still have uh, are pale in comparison to the fact that we've been made to sit together with him. Now, if we are that close, we should be able to hear what is happening in the throne. You know, Revelation says that from the throne proceeded voices, voices, there's voices proceeding from the throne. There's conversation. There's the Trinity. And beloved, we're sitting there with him. We are there with him. Enjoying 
listening. Uh, we are in, a, in this most safest place in the universe, sitting there with him in a place of authority and power and safety. And beloved, this is our reality. This is our inheritance is to sit with him in heavenly places. Now imagine living from there. Imagine being able to uh, live in that place and not be moved and shaken by the things of this world. And that from that place, we, we can live, we can function on the earth because we're fulfilled, we're satisfied. We're in that place with him. There's no insecurity. There's no uh, lack because we have been brought home. We've been brought home. We are home in the heavenlies with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so this is something that's just been, I've been letting the Lord minister to it to me. Um, I'm in agreement with the Holy Spirit. I'm just, my prayers are that he witnesses to my spirit, witnesses to my spirit, that I am loved, that I am accepted in the beloved, that I've been chosen in him, that he's blessed me with every blessing in the heavenly places. And I think about every blessing, every word, Every good thing that he could ever say about you, he said. And the Holy Spirit comes to reveal that. The Holy Spirit comes to affirm that in us. He comes to quicken that in us. He comes to witness and preach to our spirit till we become secure in him. We're secure in the Father. We're secure in the love of the Father. We're secure in the love of the Son. And this is, this is life. This is where I want to live. This is where I want to live. In the love of the Father. In the love of the Father. Where I can hear Jesus praying with the Father. And I can join him in the same prayers. I can, I can uh, come with confidence to the Father. That he is my Father. He is my Father. And that I am his son that is accepted. Amen. Amen. So I'll just end here. And uh, hopefully I will uh, uh, record, try to record at least once a week, if not a few more times, just depending on my situation. So I have a full-time job. So I'll try to squeeze in as much as I can. Uh, within a week, uh, but uh, I hope this blesses you, and we'll catch you next time.